Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Good Motherhood with Ailey Wells, Lauren Kerr and Ash Reid. Welcome back to The Good Motherhood. In today's episode, we're talking about dancing condoms, secret Botox and soft play showdowns. Let's go. Right, this week we've had a nightmare because we've all been sick. Everyone's been sick. Charlie was sick on Sunday into Monday. I blame the soft play. Yeah, soft play's stinking. Bogging. They've actually got a vending machine in our local soft play that have, you know, those like rubbery, like worm things. Do you know what I'm talking about? We currently have two in the house. They're minging. Weapon. Actual weapons and also just pure glue for yeah. all the germs. And I'm convinced that this is like the, the host subject of the oh my God. germs in our house. Yeah. So Ella got one and Charlie got one. He was sick on Sunday into Monday. Like I'm talking the exorcist style. Like even like Eminem just lose it. Ah, the <laughs> sick oh, projectile, video. right? Sunday into Monday. And then luckily he made it to the toilet though. Did he? That's quite good. That's quite yeah. impressive. He was then a wee bit sick on the bed, but like, he actually did make it there. And then he that was in off nursery for two days, because it's the 48-hour rule. They've got yep. to stay off for oh, two I days. Know, that's right. And then he went back in and that night, Ella then got sick. That's inevitable though. Yeah. Oh, like and then have the earache. Earache and sore jaw. Yeah, the two of you have had like dodgy ears, uh-huh. which is the weirdest like coincidence ever. The, you bled from the ear though, and it reminds me of you're going to die in seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it does. The ring. The ring. Oh, now I they have, seen they that. have like blood coming out of all their orifices. <laughs> I just, I genuinely thought, see, when I woke up with blood coming from my ear, I thought my life's over. Because yeah. I always thought that was like a really serious thing. Yeah, as if you've got a brain and injury. And then like, apparently not. Yeah. I, I Also, see when you said, so your eardrum basically is burst. Yes, I have a burst eardrum. I thought that was permanent. See when you said that in the voice note the other day, I was like, oh. It, well, my doctor was very uh, cautious to say, um, in most cases, it heals. I'm like, you're just covering all angles here. In case yes. mine doesn't. What do you, what's the difference? Like, what do you have How to do to make know? it heal? You wouldn't know. You she wouldn't could know. Just, no, I you, can't, oh. she could just lie and be like, "Aye, it's cl- it's closed back over again." You wouldn't know, but can you not? You hear can't anything? see in your ear, but I can't hear out my ear. Are you deaf? You wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's well to say I'm fully. De- there's a wee bit of hearing coming back now, but the the noise is literally like echoing in my head. It's oh, horrible. That's, that's awful. I've never hated my voice more. Is your balance off? So off. Like a few times I'm staggering, like when I'm out and about, and I'm thinking, people are going to think I'm like on it. A wee bit drunk. Yeah, I wish. Have I you was. got that as well, Ash? Yours never perf- perforated. Is that what it's called? No, mine, no, mine, mine hasn't burst no. yet. Mm. You've got antibiotics, though, so yes. hopefully that should kill your infection before. So sore though. Yeah. So sore. Like, at, like I am not joking. We said the same thing actually to each other on WhatsApp. I actually was in the pain going at the Fraser. This is worse than childbirth. Like, I honestly, it's that kind of pain that you just, there's nothing that can make you feel better about it. Like, you're just at your wit's end. I was mm-hmm. lying on the floor with my head, like, in between my knees going, what the hell can I do? There's literally yeah. nothing. Now, when you just feel pure deranged, like, I'm just running about the place. Because it's in your head. Uh, it's in you my head. You can't even think straight because mm-hmm. the pain is actually in your head. Ah, uh-huh, it's horrific. So that was, that was me. I had yeah. that pain in the middle of the night and I actually couldn't lift my head off the pillow because I was in that much pain. And I, then I thought, if I sit up, it's going to be even more pain. And then I th- that's when I thought, I'm going to put pressure if I sit up. Now, if you go up a hill. Yeah. yeah. Not saying that, like, if I sat up, it was going to be the same as going up a hill. But, yeah, I just lay there and took the pain. And it was, oh, 
unbearable. Do you know what's hard though? You just, you don't have time for this. No, you don't. <laughs> like, see, when I, before I had kids, I had time to be unwell because I'd just phone my work and be like, I'm taking the week off. I can't be arsed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit here and watch TV, eat shit and just enjoy myself and yeah. take a few days extra at the very end just to make sure I was definitely fine. You can't do that when you've got kids. Nope. And when you're working, like, like what can you actually possibly do? I was still doing school running and all that. Like I couldn't, there was no way I could take a day off. Yeah. Because life still goes mm-hmm. on. So I don't know. We were having just a bit of a terrible week to be honest, but fingers crossed for health and prosperity next week. Health this and wealth would be good. You never really get a, a proper sick day, do you? And never. No. Never. That's so unfair. That's something so that you really unfair. need to think about. <laughs> like, I remember even when Oliver was unwell, I'm trying to think when I was working, if Oliver was sick, I would go home, I would be home with him. But if I was sick, I would have him as well because I wouldn't want to then send him to my mum's with a sickness bug. Do you know what I mean? I remember remember one of the worst days ever was us, funnily enough, after soft play, Oliver had a sickness bug spewing everywhere and then I got it and he wasn't fully recovered yet. And I, Andy was working and Andy had to go to work and I had to look after Oliver while spewing and he was like nine months, no, maybe like a year old or something like that. And it was honestly like the worst few days of my life. Oh, it's so horrific. Because I didn't want to be like, mum, can you come down and help? Because it was inevitable that she would get it as well. So I was like, just having to be, oh my God, it was the worst. The actual worst. Oh, Softly has got a lot to answer for, by the way, with all these bugs. But did we not learn in one of the last podcasts that like, Remember somebody messaged us in to say that they genuinely found like a poo in that in the ball pit. Yeah. There's no ball no, pit anymore. There's no ball pits. There's none. Yeah. Zero ball Although pits. I, went, I prefer it. I went to a different soft play, like a new one, and I went in with Oliver and it was it was one of those soft plays that isn't like adult friendly. Mm. So I had to crawl How into these tiny, they? tiny wee <laughs> uh, but they still asked me to go in with them. So I had to like crawl in these tiny wee spaces and I got to one corner and it stank a pee. Oh, I thought yuck. some wee guys peed here on like the plasticky oh. and it's probably dried in and it smelled like a guy's toilet. Some wee guy or some mum? No, it was a guy. You can just tell when it's boy pee, do you not think? No. A boy's toilet has a specific smell. Oh, I'm Is not that just sure. me? Do you not, can you not tell like a boy's I toilet? I can't say I go into a boy's toilet if I'm honest. I always no. remember in primary school the boy's toilet used to pure stink. Why were you in the boy's toilet? That was walking past it. It used oh. to stink. It was horrific. Yeah, but I think that's the whole urinal thing. I don't I think, think that's like, is. I don't think that's just specifically the smell of their pee. What if it was a wee mum that, a wee mum, I'm, I'm saying wee because you said it was a narrow space. A wee mum that just had a wee accident. Maybe she, maybe she got she caught sneezed. in the space. And then she sneezed. <laughs> small shit to pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we were at soft play the other day i'll quickly tell you this story because it's actually quite funny and i hope it translates funny this it was honestly hysterical so my friend and i went to soft play with the kids and you know there's always like some wee rogue just rallying about hitting folk mm-hmm. there's always one right yeah so anyway charlie can <laughs> can down one of the slides and then another mum who was near that end of like the kind of playpen part shouted on me and she was like your boy's crying so I ran over I was like you okay and he was like a wee boy just punched me I was like oh for god's sake and what did you do he went, I just punched them back and I think they're at that age where I'm just like I'm condoning that I'm like fair game yeah. if you're getting punched punch them back and it's sorted right if he disagrees sorry but that's just my, my thoughts and anyway so it's quite funny so later on he came over and he was telling me all about it and I went Charlie see the wee guy that's punched you what did he look like and he just went he had 
orange hair and an orange top with um, cars on it and I went all oh, right okay specific description uh-huh. next minute a wee boy with red hair <laughs> literally walked straight towards me I went oh it was him then and it was a guy sitting next to us at the next table literally Charlie gave me a pure e-fit <laughs> of the wee boy and he just appeared <laughs> beside us and the guy was obviously listening in and he just looked at me and did he just crack him? I was like, oh, I no. just punched him. So anyway, he was dead apologetic, but I just thought it was hysterical how Charlie was going. He was wait, he had orange hair and he had an <laughs> orange top with a car on it. Next minute, the boy just appeared. Hello, Clary. <laughs> it's me. Did the dad say anything when he heard Charlie describing him? I was laughing. Oh, was he? Because I just thought, laughing. imagine him just sitting there going, oh, please don't come over just now. Please don't come over just now. <laughs> That's good when a parent takes it. Like, he wasn't yeah, getting okay. away with it. There's no way with the orange top, orange hair <laughs> yeah. comment. Oh, it was so funny. Very we just thought it was hysterical. But see, this wee guy, it was like, this is the problem, right? He was only three, but he was taller than Charlie. Oh my God. Charlie's quite tall for his age, I think. Yeah. So the wee boy was massive. Like, he was just so big and burly. And his dad was like, he always gets himself in bother because he looks older than his age. Aww. And he's just young still. So he said, he, and he had these wee superhero shoes on. And he went, he might have went and punched him, but he honestly thinks he's a Hulk now. And he's, all the- <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he's just in his own zone. Do you know what I mean? He's probably yeah. like, get out of the road. This is like, I was going to say Gotham City, wrong wrong cartoon. But you know what I mean? It's like they're in their own zone. Yeah. So I just thought it was hysterical. But yeah, softly the other night, it was fighting and then sickness bugs afterwards oh, like no. what the hell i was also I, I used to be scared to take the kids to soft play because every for a wee while every single time we went one of them would get a sickness bug after it oh really uh-huh and i was like this is just it's guaranteed oh. am i going to want to take a week off work and deal with that for the sake of like two hours soft play see to be fair but it's been fine recently the girls were there last week and willis they've, they've actually been fine but willis has had like really bad nappies so I'm like, I wonder if she's picked something up Probably. and it's just coming out the other way. Yeah. Sorry, hope you're not eating your dinner, your <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> what was it? Somebody messaged, was it last week's episode or whatever? Somebody messaged saying, oh my God, I haven't been able to eat today because we were talking about decaying meat. Oh yeah, I'm off it as well. She was like, as soon as you said that, that's me like off my foods. Get yourself some plant-based stuff. It's delicious. We're helping with climate change over here. Yeah. Look at us uh-huh. making a difference. I mean, I'm not exactly vegetarian or anything, but like I have, I've been second guessing myself when I've been cutting the meat. Oh, it doesn't make it makes you question everything. If you overthink anything, and it, it becomes really weird. I can't. It's when, you, it's when you try and make a sandwich with ham, and you separate it, and you just think, "What is this water?" Oh God, yeah, actual water. That's what it'll be. Why what? Why does a ham need to be wet? <laughs> wet ham. Have you seen the videos of the wet ham getting chucked? Is it, it's not called wet ham. Why am I now calling it that? The wet ham. This likes the ham getting, ham. Chuck, getting chucked on people. Yeah. Oh, no, I no, love that. No, it wasn't that. ham. It was cheese that people were doing it with at the start. I've seen ham. It was a plastic cheese. Best cheese ever. Yeah, have you seen that one with the girls looking at the slug? Mm-hmm. And they fling the slug and it sticks to their face. Nah, that's not that's not funny. No. They're so dirty. Slugs, by the way, I've got a pure thing about them because the kids are obsessed. Remember I've told you before? Yeah, the ones that are in the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> I cannot wash them enough when they've touched slugs in the garden or snails. I'm like, I just get in here and like disinfect yourself. Why don't you get them little, little gardening gloves or something? I did. I did. Did they not keep them on? No, they did. But then I was like scared to go near the gloves, even like to touch them and put them oh. in the wash because I'm like, that is filthy. I always think about that guy who, as a dare ate a slug oh, don't. and ended up like paralysed. Yeah, because they are bogging. They are absolutely filthy. That's disgusting. Do you know what I, I was thinking about the other day, right? Isn't it weird that we look at squirrels and they're so cute 
like oh squirrels are so lovely and there's like their own designs and all that but they're they are just like a rat with a big bushy tail they're a wee bastard if they get in your loft anyway uh-huh. oh i think they're very cute yeah they are but how weird is it that they're, so... that they're not near me i don't have squirrels near me how I weird well, i'll have deer but i don't have squirrels you don't want you don't want squirrels but not gray ones red ones yeah but I, I don't i don't get why i don't see them in my bit but i see everything else have you got a lot of trees though yeah hmm, i don't know then very strange very strange we actually have been getting deer in the garden and it's honestly so nice but it's like watching um it's like watching david attenborough because oh. you'll see the deer and i go kids come here and we actually have to whisper because they can hear you through yeah. the glass they're hearing so good they're literally at my back fence and i'll go look there's a deer there and then i was like why does it look so alert i'm whispering it can't hear me next minute a fox appears <gasps> the deer starts running the, the kids are going run she opened the window <laughs> run Run! Can you imagine my neighbours must oh be my like, God. what the fuck is going on it's over like there? It's like the animals of farthing wood or something. Uh-huh. And then the, the fox was chasing it and the deer ran away and it, it got away and we were cheering and all that. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Right, well we do our first wee section, our first wee rant of the week. Let's go yes. for rant of the week. Um, should I do my, my own personal rant Let's first? Let's do personal rants first. My personal it. rant is that I phoned today to upgrade my phone and everything was fine the guy was like okay we'll send your new phone out to you same number everything we'll send a new one out in five days go off the phone and he's fucking cut me off <laughs> like disabled my sim card and i couldn't phone him back because i have no sim card and no house phone and nobody else was in the house and i still don't have a, i still can't phone into so you you've just been cut off i've just been cut off from the world i'm cutting you off where's <laughs> that from again there's a movie some rich dad cutting off his child i'm but cutting I'm like, you off how can they do that it's so unfair all I wanted was an, a better phone and now I can't phone anybody. The hangover, Alan. Is that what he says? I'm cutting you off. <laughs> right, let's go into... Um, You've been cut off. Our actual rants on the Instagram page, which, by the way, if you're not following, go over and follow it. We actually hit 4K this week. Yay! Woo-hoo! Um, we need to get like wee clapping hands in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so on Instagram, we put on our rant of the week, which, by the way, we'll be doing on a weekly basis. So head on over to the Instagram page, just at the Good Motherhood Podcast, and let us know your rants. If they're too big, you can voice note. And if they're what you want to type them and the, the question box thing isn't big enough, then mm-hmm. you can either send us a big long email or a dm and we will include you anonymously or just bare face say your name yeah just own it yeah own it. it um right so this one i'm going to read out is actually there's two that came through that were very similar so as girl said my best friend has been to visit my little boy once in the eight weeks since he's been born and someone else actually messaged and said basically the same thing three of our best friends um have been haven't even been to visit yet and oh, another said it was 11 weeks. There's another, another one after that. Friends dumping you after you have a baby. Oh, it's that's a so... pure common thing. Yeah. yeah. I think a big, the, one of the biggest things about it is if you, if you are the first one out of your friends to have a baby, I think the friends are probably like, oh, she'll probably want left alone because she'll be really busy. Yeah. I think it's just like a miscommunication. People don't really know how to handle it at that stage. There's a few things, right? Plus their life's still going on. Your life's just yes. in, a, in your arms. Like yes. their uh-huh. life's still going on. Looking at it glass half full. Yes. It's... I think we're, we're going to validate your feelings because it is like you, people say this all the time. I feel like my friends no longer make an effort or whatever, right? Yeah. But there might be reasons for it, right? First of all, your life will have slowed down so much. I know you've had a baby, but you don't realise how much like you actually feel like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. Whereas they might be at their work from nine till five, come in, have dinner, go to bed and then do the same thing mm-hmm. five days in a row. So that your your day your days of your week feel longer. Therefore, like 
I know they've said eight weeks, but sometimes I think because you're so aware of your time, they're still, like you're saying, their life's still going on, so they're not thinking about it. Yeah. So it's not even like an intentional thing. And then you've got the other part where they probably think you're really, really overwhelmed and don't want to like get involved in your space and think they're just trying to get involved. They're trying to like, you know, suss out the whole having a baby, being a mum thing, seeing all the family. Maybe they don't think that they're high enough in your list of like, not even priorities, but you know how like the very close close family. Uh Uh Like maybe they're thinking, I'm just going to take a back step now because you know, your mum might want to see you or Mm -hmm. your sister might want to see you and they don't want to tread in people's toes if they think that they are like less in the lineup of like the the kind of family hierarchy. Do you know what I mean? Plus with current situations as well, people might be even more anxious to not want to put pressure on you. Yeah. To come and see the baby. So yeah. I like that with my my nephew. He is three months now and I'm always scared to visit him because I'm like, Right, Oliver's loaded with the cold, right? Marcus is loaded with the cold, mm-hmm. now I'm loaded with the cold. And you're just scared to like bring in any infections when they're young. So yeah. it could be that people are thinking that as well. Yeah, I don't think you should be too worried about if anyone's listened to this and has the same position or same rant that they feel that their friends are ditching them. I think just be like forceful with it and just like make yourself known. Yeah. Just be like, hi, I'm free today. Does anyone fancy doing something? Or don't feel that you can't make the plans or that people should all come to you. Because there's also that part as well. And take this the right way, right? But see, when you're pregnant, everyone panders to you for nine months and then all of a sudden it's like nothing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like everyone's asking how you're feeling, when you're due. Mm-hmm. And you get all this like kind of like towards you traffic of like conversation that comes literally one directional from other people to you and then that all kind of stops so maybe there's a combination between that their work life still going on them not wanting to put pressure on you the covid thing doesn't help but definitely try and break that cycle because it only takes so long before that then becomes a habit and that's when friendships do drift because time will pass and no one really cares who makes the first move just try and keep in touch with your friends as much as you can even if it's literally just in the morning a quick whatsapp a quick voice note Get on board with the voice notes. Yeah, they'll Aha. be your best you'll friends. Need them. You'll need them and try and keep your friends close because you don't want that. Even if you feel like they're kind of like not doing you any favours now by not being in touch with you, definitely try not to lose that link because in five years' time, no one cares who made the first move. Uh-huh. So and they'll th- go on and have kids probably yeah. as well. And, and then... you'll do the same thing to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because your life will be different. Uh-huh. It's, it's funny, right? So when you're talking about like affection or like hugging and all that, did I tell you what happened the other day with Charlie? Fraser came over and gave me a hug in the kitchen and Charlie was sitting up at the breakfast bar and he was too busy watching something on the, the tablet thing and he was just kind of was wanting to speak to us but his eyes were still on the tablet and he went, Daddy, see him and he looked up and see when he clocked eyes on us and he went, give me her, give me her <laughs> and I went, what? Went, no, give me her, bring her to me Daddy, stop, stop. bring her to me That and is the cutest like, thing ever I was like, Charlie, what is it? He went, I don't like that, bring her to me <laughs> What did he think he was doing to you? Did like that Fraser was hugging Bring me. Her to Bring her And Fraser had to actually walk around with me to Charlie. He had to drop you oh off. He had God. to drop me off around the corner. He wasn't happy. <laughs> that is so cute. Bring her to me. <laughs> Possessive. All right. <laughs> Making your demands. Here's another rant. This is a very niche one. People petting my puppy when he's sleeping. I'm going to take it that it's the same feeling as when people try and wake your sleeping child. Oh yeah, maybe she wants a puppy. So, see, I don't know the rules of dogs. So I just I didn't know. know puppies had nap times. I didn't know either. That's a lie. Maggie used to actually look for me. Remember I said this to you ages ago when Maggie was a puppy? She literally used to look for me about 10 o'clock. I was like, Fra, she wants me to lift her. And I would Aww. lift her and she'd fall asleep yeah. on my shoulder. Remember? Every single day. I feel so sad lockdown. that I missed all of Maggie's newborn stage. I know. I know, we all did. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Because maybe you'd have been that person that was waking my sleeping puppy and I'd be raging. 
speaking of the missing the newborn stage, right, just reminded me of this story. Did you guys see the story that was in the news this week? It's kind of like an older thing that happened. Like, I think it's maybe just went through court or something. But there was a couple in America that did IVF, right? And when her baby was like four months old, she discovered that she'd been implanted with someone else's embryo. And their baby was actually a different race to them. What? Yeah. So people had been saying to them, like, your baby looks nothing like you. Like, the two of them were white, quite fair, like, pale skin, kind of brownie, mousy brownie hair. And their baby was so dark with, like, full black head of hair. Like, I don't know what race the baby was because they've, like, thingied the baby's face. But you could tell it was a well, completely different... Out, like, so uh-huh. for safety. But you could tell it was, like, a lot darker than they were. So they noticed that, didn't really think anything of it. And then the agency like the IVF agency phoned them when the baby was like maybe three weeks three months or four months old and said can you send us a photo of your baby (gasps) and they were like oh no and then they realized like there's another family another couple who had been raising their baby so they literally gave the the same ages both babies Uh uh-huh roughly I think how though I don't know how that works like mentally for you when you've bonded with that baby giving Honestly, birth to that baby grown and then uh-huh. grown it you've literally grown it it may not have your DNA but like does that then matter because then I don't know if you emotionally attach more to that because that's been inside you you yeah. gave birth to it you literally fed it and grew it uh-huh. is that more part of you than what your actual physical DNA is there's so much to process because what? I don't get that so she was also saying yeah, they swapped them back. But how? What, what would you, what would you do? Trap. Right, tell oh. me, tell me. I know what's going on here. The parent trap, by the way, I have loads of questions to ask about that. If I yeah. ever split uh-huh. from Fraser and I had twins, we wouldn't be doing a one for one. I know. Sorry. I know. Very weird setup. The yeah. mum has got a lot to answer for. Why? And the dad, why would they even do that? Why would that ever have crossed anyone's mind? How one each. Attractive was the dad. The dad's oh very God, attractive, I but oh. I don't like him now after that decision. Bogus move uh-huh. in, my, in my eyes. What would you do if it was you? I honestly thought about this other day and I was going, I, what I was imagining, right, was that either Oliver or Marcus, if someone was to come to me at four months and say, he's not yours, like, that is someone else's baby and we'd take them off you and give them to somebody, like, that would be the worst, like, how do you go over that? See, the person the agency, they should have just shredded that bit of information and just let these people live on. But then at what point do you, they would find out eventually. Like Why? if that baby was yeah. Chinese, for example, they're going to know. Do you know oh, what I mean? So the whole nurture nature thing would come into it where you would go, you're nothing like your dad. You know when they say that, like some, thing, some things are just genetic, like that you are a certain way because your, your DNA enables you to be that kind of like personality, if you like, right? But there's only so much of the nurture side of it that you could bring a kid up to be like you, as in having the same manners, all that stuff. But some yeah. stuff is just innate it's just in, like it's just in you they would find out so how would you know how and they would, you would know also they would want to do it they would want to switch back before too much time passes as, as well what, what if family a and family b had a meeting right and what if family a wanted to do the swap but family b didn't mm-hmm. then the, the baby that's with family a i'm really confusing you you could just say one family or another there's only two involved it's <laughs> fine what if one wanted to one, one never? One yeah, but what if what what if like it was you were the two families, right? right? And what if Ash wanted to give you your baby back to get her baby back, but you didn't want to give up the baby because you yep. bonded. So Ash has technically got your baby, and then nobody wants it. I know. So, I don't so know bad. what you would do. I think that you would need, the, to, you swap would need to swap. You would need to swap, but there would be a whole load of like 
emotional work you need to do you need to go to some kind of therapist to be like i need to go over that but this, i suppose it's not any different especially if you've had fertility struggles maybe it doesn't feel as different as what it would be if you used a surrogate yeah so maybe both of them are saying we both had issues conceiving both of us are now just happy that we've got our babies that are healthy and happy just turns out it's kind of been a bit of a mix-up but we're both we're all happy now it's not an amazon parcel but i mean that's a major listen those kids are going to have a great life because those families are going to sue and they will get hefty compensation i think their friends as well it said they meet up and stuff and see the kids cousins it's also not really cousins just my mom grew him and she grew me Uh (laughs) not even my mom's are just best pals literally my auntie she just she gave birth to me (laughs) it's also lucky that the two embryos took and there actually was yeah. two babies at the end of it because imagine, imagine there wasn't one never took imagine they said that's someone else's baby and your <gasps> embryo didn't take and now you've got nothing uh-huh oh god brutal that's a really how did Silver we get lining. how did we Sorry. get from people petting my puppy when he's sleeping makes me raging i know you to... said newborn it triggered a memory so there we go triggered triggered uh-huh. memory right people parking over driveways yeah that is just how is like how can anybody do that yeah how thick do you need to be uh-huh is that real stop doing it yeah that's just ridiculous parking is a big one though like even people parking in other people's spaces is a total piss take yeah yeah if, the, if you know it's a space uh, does it say it's a space on it yeah yeah <laughs> Do you mean like to make it to houses? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that is that's pretty you bad. Write some kind of aggressive message on it, like say region loading space. I know. <laughs> and I, do you know what? See, when I actually see myself doing it, sometimes like there was somebody parked in hours, and they were looking. They like where we live, you have people that look your factors. That's the uh-huh. word there. Sorry, and. They were in the space for all of 10 minutes and I was just like an angry person at the kitchen window like, <laughs> yeah, who annoying. is this? And I'm thinking, nobody needs that space, Lauren. Like, there's literally like the, the devil and the angel on my shoulders going, it's fine, don't worry about it. But that's your space. It's the principle. Yeah, it's the principle. I know, that would annoy me as well. Can't help it. But yeah, what was, there was another parking one actually in here as well. It was... People going in parent and child spaces. People who park in parent and child spaces who don't have kids and... There was people who people with big fancy cars parking in parent and baby spaces, dicks. I, I take agree. it that means because they think they don't have kids. No, no, no. I'm assuming that it's maybe somebody with like a Porsche or something parking a parent and child because you've got extra room. Oh right, so they don't. But then they could still have kids, couldn't they? Yeah, no, they can. Of course, they can. It's people who don't have kids parking yeah, in right, spaces okay. with fancy cars, so that they've got extra room, right, don't get their okay, car bumped. My car got hit the other day when <gasps> I was at the uh uh-huh, when I was at the retail park. My car's been like scratched. You're joking. Where were you parked? Across from next. And next. No, in yeah. somebody's next. <laughs> if you're alien, then it's next, not next. I'm just translating. Next. <laughs> for <laughs> the people for people in the back who also say next, it was across from next. <laughs> um someone scuffed the front of my car. The, the front of your car? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Like literally the, the so nose of it. My car's quite big though. So see, like I was parked right, right back because the sensor was going off. You know, like there's a wee kind of like central reservation, uh, like lampposts. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it, like you can only go back so far, otherwise you're bumping them. So I was right, right next to it. So it was my sensor was flatlining. Yeah. So I wasn't sticking out like any more than just like the length of my car's just a bit longer than average, if you know what I mean. So they've obviously misjudged it and scraped my car oh. and then drove off. That's not, that's poor show. I mean, who does that? Me. <laughs> Although in my defence, I was deep in a postnatal depression. <laughs> depression. So let's not go there. I was reprimanded. <laughs> she was indeed. 
<laughs> what did somebody they, t- they fucking reported me <laughs> did <laughs> i was there at the time i was like it's fine you it's got fine. objective it's fine there's nothing there go back in go up and what happened did, they, did you get a knock at the door i got a phone call well actually chris got a phone call and what did you say I think I just cried. I'm so sorry, I didn't know. I wasn't. By the way, how funny. So young and dumb. Literally young. 19. <laughs> Both of us. Actually, remember, I remember witnessing somebody doing that in a shopping centre car park and somebody literally like, it was as if, I, I feel bad about, no, I don't feel bad. When I think about it now, they probably just passed their test and they were trying to get into a space, right? But they just could not do it. They couldn't drive into a space at a car on either side. Mm-hmm. And they scraped this one car about three or four times. Oh. But I was parked behind them. So I was just watching it. They were they were pure brazen. Like they could see it was like <laughs> what, what film was that in when they do that? And there's literally sparks coming off it. <laughs> That's what it was like though. It was like they just kept doing oh it. And then they gave up and they drove away. And I was behind them and I looked at the car and it was pure fucked like oh, it was no. all scraped a bit so i was like oh you just did the right thing so i just wrote a wee note and i put a note on their car and i said by the way it was this car that did that to yours you can phone me whatever eh? where was oh, this of course i did it was behind them for ages where i was, was literally this? just when was this? are you the one that dogged oh me oh my in? god imagine it was imagine it was her <gasps> what a twist of fate but, you know you could park surely lauren apparently Obviously not that day <laughs> Oh, do you know what? It was in the St. Enoch Centre. The St. Centre has got such a bad reputation for yeah. having a tight car park. Remember that time Fraser sconed my car going down the next level because he was Why? getting a Millie's cookie exactly. in my hand? Yeah. <laughs> Fraser went to turn round and go down the next level, down the wee ramp. It just went. There's, I was um, like, fuck's sake, I'm trying to get a cookie out your hand. It's hands. so tight though. See if you've got a car any bigger than like a mini, yeah. you are like, you're holding your breath. There's oh, scrapes horrible. all the way down it. You can yeah. see that cars do that all the time. Yeah, and see the thing is, see when he did scrape mine on the way down, he had to scrape it on the way back up to oh. reverse and try again. Second, and you're just like, Literally. there's pound signs just flying away. I know, so my car's been scraped. Honestly, this is the thing though. Painful. This is the thing. I I am one of these people that if there is an available space near the front, I'll park on it, right? Only if there's not cars beside me. And my mum's got a thing like this as well, where she parks so far away mm-hmm. from the destination, you need to get a fucking taxi to the shop. She's parked that far away, right? Because she's scared of getting her car scratched. Yeah, she's scared of getting it scratched. But then I've been with her a few times where there's literally been, I'm talking like a, a kind of like radius around us of at least, I'm talking at least 10 spaces, right? All free, no cars, right? And like the secondary overflow car park of Asda, that mm-hmm. kind of situation, right? And someone will park beside her. Yeah. And I've been with her in a jungle and she's got out of her car and went, no way. And they go, what? The- why are you parking there? Why are you pa- Why are you parking there? And I'm like, oh God, she started. She started. <laughs> My mum's not an angry person, well. but she's actually, she's got a point. She's like, of all the spaces you could pick, and you park right beside my car where I've tried to get away from all of you. I bet my, you some my car's been affected. Need another car yeah. though to park off of. I think because it's like, they can't use mirrors. Yeah, I think it is that. Can I just clarify though? Now, see, now I'm a shit hot parker. Like I'm really good. I'm very good as well, to be fair. But it's difficult. What parking is difficult. I, f- I thought there was more to the story, <laughs> but it's difficult. But going back to the point, if you've got a big fancy car, then we don't give a shit, get out our fucking parent and child spaces because there's only ever like two in the one place. I actually, I feel the endorphins rush through my body when I see a parent and child space. Yeah, and I've got the kids. Uh Oh yeah, me too. We call it the Gucci space. Up at the retail park, there's literally a specific one that I go, yes, 
yeah. got it although i don't use it anymore because i feel like i'm ripping the piss is it right next to marks and spencer's it's the one next to marks and spencer's or the one outside the home bargains yep yeah that is the oh, walk i got that one the today. boy that space yep. that space is amazing you get that space at quarter past nine and 20 past it's gone after the school run yeah it's a very good space but i feel like my kids are too old to use parent and child now I don't use it when I've got Jack. Mm. You're it's not. Charlie throws the door open. So see, depending yeah, where I am, I'm, I'm kind of like, mm. but then part of me thinks he is thinner than a car seat. I used to get annoyed seeing people who had kids my age using parent and child spaces when I physically couldn't get the doona uh-huh. out of a space that had a normal car parking space. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because you need to open your door at least like more than one click. Yeah. So I feel like if your kids are out of a car seat, you've kind of passed it a wee yeah, bit. Yeah, I agree actually. And I still... T- I still- park in a parent and child space purely because the two of them fling their doors open but yeah you're right it should really be for a car seat shouldn't it it should actually because say it... parent and car seat uh-huh it's or if you're 12. pregnant or if you're pregnant yeah because i used to find it really hard getting out the, out the car when i was pregnant mm-hmm. yeah oh I, I used to park in parent and child when i was pregnant as well because mm-hmm. i was so with big child. yeah with child just not out mm-hmm. yet uh-huh. another thing by the way can i confess and i definitely think you do this too as a 24 hours if i'm going there at 12, 12 o'clock i'm using the parent and child space if you're out at 12 o'clock and you need one of the 20 free like spaces. Midnight. Aye. All right, yeah. I'm in there. Children should be in bed. They should, your kids should be in their beds, don't you dare uh-huh. at me for taking one of these prime spaces. I never got to ask it that late, but oh, I, I kind of want to. Please do it. Do we go one day? Yeah. It's honestly so much fun. The only thing is you can't get into the clothes bit. Yeah, that's annoying. So that'd be the best bit about going. It would, it would be the best bit about going. I could spend an absolute fortune in the big Asda. Me too. You go to the clothes bit and you go to the house bit. And then you go down to like the section with the mugs. I've got a thing about mugs. Yes. Like you always get a roll back. Always. Yeah. And then you get all the wee like kitcheny things and all the wee mm-hmm. tech things. And, and what the toys do they sell now? Misgu- not misguided. What do they in have? In the style. In the style. In the style is an Asda. Did you not know this? No, I did not. In the style is an Asda. And the one up the fort, they've got quite a big. Mm-hmm. Maybe in like one big massive gondola. And then they sometimes do like little off ones as well. That's pretty good. Mind you, it's just, I think it was the Stacey Solomon collection, so a lot of it was like big floral dresses and stuff like that. But I'm hoping that they've brought some winter stuff in now. They've got the Billy Fair stuff online. Oh, have they? Mm-hmm. is actually very underrated for clothes. Listen, I'm telling you, hidden gem. Hidden some gem. of the, the coats and stuff are really nice out of there and for winter. And F&F. F&F. Yeah, oh, my God. F&F is amazing for clothes. Do you remember the denim jacket that was out like maybe two years ago or something and it was really oversized and it had the massive white cuffs and the white yes. fur trim collar yes. I, uh, Tesco have got one in that's identical and I think it's like £40 it's so good isn't it amazing do you know I haven't been to Primark since pre first lockdown like I haven't been to Primark in about two years do you know that there is a Primark home in Aberdeen a full pre-mark home as in you can get tables and chairs and sofas and all have that have you seen yes. the chairs they have nice stuff have you seen the chair no I feel like you would love it is it the one that kind of looks a bit like not rattan the H&M like, dupe yeah. yes it looks pounds. really nice Aberdeen's a bit of a drive but it's a pound chair right what about this what about <laughs> someone said this box isn't big enough for my rants well that's the reason why you send us a dm please yeah, do i, I honestly send us multiple i actually want people to send voice notes because i love see it was Clyde one that used to do it rage against the answer machine and folk used to just go for it and i used yeah. to love listening to it it was so animated as well wasn't i it? loved it the more dramatic the better i just think just go for it how about this can the barbers stop giving lollies to kids and give them something less controversial? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so awkward, doesn't it? I don't understand, right? I genuinely don't get why everyone knows this rule about cutting grapes in half, 
But then we give kids a lolly on a stick, like literally a big, even harder than a grape yeah. thing for them to choke on. I, don't, I just don't get it. Can I do a spoiler alert? What? If you watch the soaps. <gasps> yes. I know what you're going to say. Coronation Street are going to do a, a, a episode, or sorry, a storyline. And basically David Platt, Platt, mm-hmm. Platt, Platt, his daughter... Long story short, she locks out the little boy that she's spending the afternoon with out on the balcony. She's got a lollipop and she's been a wee cow. And she sucks on it and it comes away from the stick and she chokes and she dies. Yeah, see, I read that the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that actually makes me feel physically but sick. that's yeah. so needed to see to do a story like that because I think a lot of people don't realise how dangerous they are. Do you know what? See, if you're a young guy at like, a barber that's maybe not got kids. Yeah then you maybe just don't think a Freddo would suffice. Although uh-huh. annoying thing is that they used to be 5p and now they're like 45. See, the other thing though is it's even at Halloween, I noticed you get all these big bumper bags of like, it's actually called lots of lollies. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's difficult. I don't mind my kids having, see like the drumstick ones and all that. Yeah, they, the drumstick I, I let them have them. Don't get me wrong, they do have actual lollies at times, but I am like usually watching and I actually make them physically lick it to the point where they're then bored of it and then they bin it so it's uh, still full yeah but it's just like a natural because I said that to Oliver he had what he kept growing about it like he really wanted to have one out of his bag his Halloween stuff and I was like right but you need to lick it you don't put the whole thing in your mm-hmm. mouth and then he just kept doing it and I was like sitting there pure nervous yeah. watching him eat I know. it and you'd rather be the bad one that says you're not having that than obviously the alternative yeah. I well, agree my fully. kids aren't allowed them the girls are too young I think anyway but Jack he's not allowed one he's allowed the drumstick one but mum hack here actually it's a dad hack because this is what my dad did to me I went and got my hair cut with my, no, sorry, I went with my dad to the barbers and they gave me a lolly and I wanted to eat it in the car. I was really young at this point and my dad said, no, no, you need to wait till you're home and then you can have it, okay? So I was like, okay, that's fine. All the way from Bloody Byers Road home and I asked for it again when I was home and my dad gave me it and I tried it and I was like, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, they're horrible. My dad went, do you not like it? Oh, that's a shame. All lollies taste like that. He had put... <laughs> Um, the stop biting nails oh my God, on the genius. lollipop and then I, t- I tasted it and it tasted disgusting and I have never been one for lollipops that is so good how really good is that I'm going to do that it works I'm telling you can I just say I feel like that needs to be our hack for the week it should be it's very on point it's just post Halloween I'm sure everyone's cupboards are brimming with sweets if you're feeling like the bad mum or dad or other family member other or guardian. other guardian <laughs> <laughs> or friend you can feel like you need to blanket everything now um then i think that's a very good idea if you're feeling like you just you don't know what to do that stuff's safe to ingest anyway so yeah, yeah or you could just even like do a wee home hack if you didn't have that and put something else minging on it vinegar <laughs> uh, honestly guys i'm telling you i'd, I'd never ask for a lollipop again I think I need to try that actually because my kids always ask for them. Yeah. All the time. It's probably because they see you being so nervous with them, but that they think uh-huh. these are right. Forbidden sweets. fruit. That's what yeah, it's like. It is. I'm annoyed at myself for letting him have that, but I just thought it's that he had loads of them. So I thought let him have one and I can get rid of the rest of them. But still, like I just don't get the, I don't get why we're giving why are there, why things like that are aimed at kids. See, we've just never, and even when Jack used to, he never went out for Halloween this year, but any other year, if he ever gets given a lollipop, he'll just take it and say thank you. And then he comes straight home and puts it in the bin. Oh, bless Even with his Halloween stuff, we used to always sit and he would like sectionally stuff. Jack's very like, likes his... Organised. Aye, very, very. And the lollipops would all go into one pile and then he would just go and put them straight in the bin. He wouldn't even ask. That's very good, isn't it? 
I've just been a cow about it, but okay. It is time for spill the tea. I love how you said this like a. Um, it reminded me of like a boxing ring. Okay. <laughs> in the left corner, we have Lauren Kerr. Ding, 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 ding. In the right corner, we have Ella Wells. Right, okay. So basically on Instagram, we have asked you guys to send us your confessions. This is honestly one of my favourite things to do on Instagram because people are so open and honest. It's hysterical. Yeah, people. Yeah, because it's anonymous, they just want to share it with someone that they don't know. It's never literally gonna come like back going to, to confession. Uh-huh. We are we are your father. <laughs> bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Is that what they say to you? At, at confession. You say, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been how many years? It's been 20 years since my last confession. <laughs> I have, and then you say your confession, you can literally say anything, and they say, say five Hail Marys and God will like salve your salvation. Your what salve is the conditions your... of that? What if you were to I confess to a crime? Yeah, I could, yeah, you're allowed to. So basically <laughs> the, the local priest knows all the gossip. Gossip, absolute gossip merchant. We are not the priest, but we basically are, right? So here's one here from Anonymous. I have sex dreams about my workmates all the time. I've been with my boyfriend for seven years. <gasps> but oh. you can't control your dreams. You can't no. control a dream. It's weird when it's real, and then you're looking like, like this is a, this there must real. be a some form of attraction, yeah, subconsciously, or maybe the sex with the boyfriend's boring, but that's not always the case. No, no, but what I mean is maybe it's needing just to be spiced up a wee bit. Like maybe I there's going to be <laughs> a little bit of spice. They, maybe they just need a wee bit of love, honey. No, but I don't know because I sometimes Shh. have situations similar to this. That have happened to me and there's never been any other issues at all whatsoever. And I've had that similar situation Maybe in dreamland and it's felt very realistic. But and I've also went, what the fuck? Remember also, right, that your brain... Some, have you never had a dream once, right? Have you ever had a dream that you might? you might. That you Yeah, you might. Have you ever had a dream that has been so random you think, I have no idea where that came from, but... You're telling somebody else that and you go, oh my God, I think that's because I said yesterday about blah, blah, blah. And then it translates into your dream in a totally different way. The only person I have that with is you. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you are that oh, person. I do. You tell I'll, me your dreams and I analyze them. I tell you my dreams and then she goes, ah, but I think that's because maybe you told me that you watched that TikTok that blah, 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 blah. You've obviously been thinking about that and then oh. X, Y, Z. But it always makes sense though, it does doesn't it? It sense because Charlie has dreams about bad guys taking him away and then when he describes them, it's like the Joker. And I'm yeah. like, right, well, oh. that's obviously because you're watching too much Batman. Do you know? So like, there are things like that. But then there's pure random dreams. That I'm like, I've not even thought about that person forever. Can you tell me, oh, they're I in. debunk it. I've told you, remember the last time I was at a party with Alessio and Mary. Oh, yeah. And then I went for I went to their coffee shop the next morning and got breakfast and I was like, you have no idea, but we had a fucking amazing night last night. <laughs> we were all up in your house till like two in the morning drinking. It was class, such a good time and you have no idea. But it was a very realistic dream. But then did you know you were going there for coffee the next morning? I, I chose to go and then I realised when I was, once I was there, I actually forgot about it until I got there. I was like, oh my God, can't remember. <laughs> we had a great night. It was so oh, much I fun. I love when that happens. I love when like, something happens and you go, oh my God, that you were in my dream last night. But like that, I didn't plan on going there the next day. I only planned it on that morning. Oh, right, okay, but that's, that's no, the opposite way yeah. because of the dream. And then I realised. Hmm. So I don't know. There's there's very there's many things like that. The thing with um the infidelity dreams, I often have them where Fraser's had affairs and I wake up absolutely furious. I am raging the next day. I wake up and I'm like, You were an absolute arsehole in my dream. What do you see it? I don't see it, but I know it's happened. Oh. 
So I, I have a dream where he's been unfaithful or just generally been horrible, which he would never do that in real life. And I wake up and he'll be like, morning, I'm going, morning. And I'm still annoyed <laughs> about it because dream frau is a dick. <laughs> I, Say I something, you know, just <laughs> laughing there awkwardly. It's like, well, the reason why that is is because... <laughs> I can't say I've ever had a, like, I don't think I've ever had a sex dream. Really? They're very vivid. I don't think so. My dreams are, I obviously have, like, a fear and my dream is all, my nightmares are always, or my really vivid dreams are always me committing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then being on the run. Okay, so then you do need to go to the priest. Uh, do you remember I had the dream that I killed my neighbour and then I felt <laughs> yes. so ill when I woke up, like, oh my God, that's it. That's it, I've finally done the crime, now I'm on the run. <laughs> So it's always, it's oh. always a fear about being on the run. Um, what about this one? Just got Botox for the first time. Not sure if I should keep it a secret from my boyfriend. There's so many TikToks about this, by the way. Have you seen that? When there, there's no. always been like pursing our lips inwards and yeah. the guy will go, you, you look different. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I look different. Me? Not me. I wonder if they would notice though. No. Probably would notice. I don't think they would. I think Fraser would notice I'm like less growly. <laughs> yeah, but he probably would just be like, oh, you look really nice. Nice and Really happy. Uh-huh. You'd be happy today. Yeah, well be some, uh-huh, it would just be something like really, like they, there's no way that they would go, you've had Botox, because they don't even know what it is half the time. If you tell somebody you've had Botox, a guy that they've had Botox, they instantly think you've had your lips blown up massive. Which Do you know not, what I mean? Not Botox. Exactly, but they all think Botox means huge lips. Like Botox is just a blanket term uh-huh. for it. It's so for like no, any kind of injection. Botox, that's lip filler. I literally had um, this conversation with somebody the other day we were talking about how that you know there's that like cri- like um crime wave just now where people are injecting <gasps> somebody oh, awful, in awful. nightclubs right and this person said how could you get an injection and not realize and i said well i got botox last week and i genuinely would not have felt it yeah, yeah. like you just don't feel it and he was like let me see do this and he was like asked me to pout i was like that's not what botox is yeah. by the way that spike um injection thing is horrific uh-huh yeah. do you know what's actually happening in like edinburgh and all that it's yeah. not just like it's like a pure wild, like spreads thing throughout the uk but it's specifically there's been cases like in edinburgh and glasgow it's so scary oh, because terrifying. you can cover your drinks and be so cautious and then if somebody's injecting you what happened when you're how, steaming bad you bastard not even like i'm not even saying i see that see the botox thing I, you genuinely can't feel it like it's like as if someone's just touched your skin. With... They're doing it in places on you that you could think, oh, I've just knocked somebody's trousers or I've uh-huh. just hit somebody's or you've hand. Scra- or... Like, as if somebody scratched yeah. you. Yeah. To be honest, that. by the time it's happened, you probably won't even be compass enough to really Yeah, You focus. wouldn't even need to be drunk because it knocks you stupid. Oh, God, that's so scary, What isn't is it? they're injecting them with? I don't know. Well, I don't like... know. It's like a drug, isn't it? I have no it's idea terrifying. what it is. That's really scary. Oh, God. Is it not? I want to say rehypnol. Is that not what people say? Is like the date rate? Yeah, drug, oh, isn't it? I think okay. you're right, actually. I think um, where I the hell do people get that from? Who the hell is selling that? Yeah, I'm Online. not being funny. Pharmacies won't hand over your prescription like for anything less than your name, address, date of birth, star sign. Like, how are these yeah. people getting a hold of these drugs? I think there's like a whole thing for it. Online people can just buy it. Order something. Oh, it actually makes me feel ill. The whole thing makes me feel ill. Horrific. But yeah, the, the injection thing, the... I feel my Botox getting done. It feels like, see, for me, Botox is put a rice crispy on your head, then squash it. Yeah, I feel... It's crunchy. I feel as if, see, if you were to get your nail and you just do that, like, as if you just feel that, like, You know, you're, no, no, you're being that person at school. When they go, was that sore getting your ear pierced? You go, give me your hand, it feels like this, and it feels nothing like it. On my forehead, it is, that is what I feel. That, the only time it's made my eyes water is once, and it's been 
up for the gummy smile one, which is like right next to your nose. And I think it's because anything near your nose or lip area yeah. is agony. And it must be yeah. thinner there. Are you noticing a difference now that you've had that It's back? starting to kick in now, yeah. But see, have you ever had a spot on your lip? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is the most painful thing ever. Like it literally makes your body shrivel up if you try and squeeze a spot on your lip. Yeah. It's the worst ever. Although, see, whenever I get my lip filler done eyebrows like a peach so i couldn't hide it so if it's just botox you're getting done as in like for your forehead eyes whatever talking about you i would say don't tell him if you don't want to tell him don't bother and then if he has a problem with it then it's your body nothing to do with him just deny it just have always been like this do you not notice anything yeah (laughs) turn it around on him but if it's your lips it's kind of harder to hide yeah but all you would say is, oh, it's just a new lipstick. I'm just doing that Kylie Jenner thing. Kylie yeah. Jenner said that she got away with overlining. <laughs> what, me just overlining? I've used, what is it, lip injection? But I need to watch though that you're not seeing it to MDL, see if I had it. Because then he'll find out some way and yeah. then he'll piss off if you didn't tell him. Oh, I mean, if you, don't, if you don't answer. care, then just tell him. I think a lot of the time people keep it a secret it's because of the price and they don't want their partners finding out that's how much they've paid for it. Maybe he'll offer it to you know what I mean? the next one. Yeah. You do you, boo. Yeah, I think just don't tell him. Um, what about this? Someone said, I take paid leave from my job sometimes and I don't tell the grandparents so I can get chill time. I think that's a really good that's idea. That's totally acceptable. So just drops them off probably in her work gear yeah. <laughs> and goes back up the road. I think that's brilliant. I think that's great because this is the thing. All we do when, when it comes to getting our kids watched, we get them watched for a reason. But sometimes it's nice to get them watched for no reason at all. Uh-huh. And just sit. Just actually sit. I talk about this all the time. See, more recently, I think as the kids get older and they've got more stuff going on, see, like, just the general mother's load that we've got all the time, having to always be on call thinking all the time. You don't realise how much mental capacity that takes up. Think about your life before kids. I'm not, like, putting it down because I love having my kids, don't get me wrong, right? But imagine what your life was like pre-children, right? Pre-responsibility. You had so much extra room in there in your brain for other stuff. And you actually sometimes just need to have a day to just, like recharge and zone out zone out mm-hmm. just do nothing watch crap telly and just not have to think i just think that that must build up so much and then like even like we emotional outbursts are like when you get your you know time of the month and have another you can say period yeah <laughs> i can say period see when you're like pmsing to the nth degree i think all these things are a build up but if you had one day of the month that you went right that's my day where i do nothing give it to yourself yeah, yeah there's you mums that we put their kids in, yeah mums that put their kids in nursery through like school holidays and they've got a holiday from work and feel bad about it don't no why do we why would you ever feel bad for having personal time you don't need to be busy all the time also it can make you a better mum yeah i honestly say this to Andy all the time see if he sometimes he'll come in from work and he'll take the kids down to his mum's and it'll just be like so that i can have a breather and see when they come back I'm, like it can only be for two hours sometimes and i'll be dying to see them when they yeah. get in and i'll just be in like such a better mood I can put them to bed and all that. Whereas if I'd been with them constantly and I was stressed out, I wouldn't have been a nice person by eight o'clock. Do you yeah, know what I mean? a chance. That's uh-huh. all. You just need a chance to have a breather. And I think that's perfectly fine. Don't You don't need to tell them. Keep it your wee thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't let them know about it. A little the dirty secret. secret. I love uh-huh. that. Just reminds you. It just reminds me of, I don't know if I told you this last time, but Oliver has this thing in his nursery where they'll go like out for a big forest walk, right? Um, and Oliver for a wee while... I'd be saying to him, oh, was your forest walk day? And he'd be like, no, we didn't go. It was, uh, it was raining. And I'd be like, I'm pretty sure you still go when it's raining. <laughs> and then they would put on the Facebook page, page all the photos of them out in the forest. And I'd be like, Oliver, you did go. And then he'd have like a wee smirk. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, every single week he would do this. He would tell me they hadn't went. Well, and then I would see all the it? photos. Uh-huh, it was just his wee secret. <gasps> 
Didn't want to tell you. It's the most bizarre thing, and I don't know why he does it, but he does. He tells me that he's not been. Maybe he just doesn't want to hurt you. That you might think he's having better fun in nursery than Maybe. with you. But I think he's, he's just he's discovered lying. I think he just thinks it thinks it's a wee thrill. Sorry, I've just actually got in myself here at this next one. There was no toilet roll once, so I used my husband's boxers that he'd left on the floor to wipe. A pee, not a poo. Oh, sorry. I thought it was a poo, not a pee. That's why I was laughing so much. A pee, not a poo. Why would you not just dribble dry? Because that's weird. I just don't think that happens. Seeing people say, have you, how long do you have to sit to be dry? I've never managed. <laughs> I've never successfully drip dried in my life. I don't think No, but you just, you shake it a bit and then you just go. Do you not find it weird that guys do that? They just <laughs> shake it and then it's, that's it. <laughs> guys will shake it and assume that it's dry. It's not for guys either, yeah. apparently. I read this is like a viral tweet, but I remember a girl saying that she asked her boyfriend, why do you not like use a bit of toilet paper? And they said, oh, because you just shake it. They said, do you not get, and she said, do you not get like a bit on your boxers? And he said, yeah. <gasps> And she was like, well, that's why you use a bit of toilet paper. Just give it a dab. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would I would rather just shake it dry than use Chris's boxers. I would yeah, use the I, boxers. No, I would. I would. Do, I don't think I would ever use the boxers. You wouldn't use the... No, I definitely would. Can Sorry, I just say, I would... but I don't know if it's like a weird thing that I've got, but I, whenever I go into a bathroom, I always check toilet paper first. Same. Even yeah. in my own house. Yeah, same. I think it's from a, like, it must be like a past trauma. Like yeah. being out somewhere and not having any toilet roll and having to drip dry. But I always check the toilet roll. And yeah. in the bathrooms, I always have spares. How many spares at any given time though? Down the stairs always has a full tube. So there's about six rolls. Uh-huh. And then in my bathroom, the cupboard's just outside. So okay, there's no spares in there. And then up the stairs in the kids' one, there's always at least four. But do you have, you know, the big 24 pack of rolls of toilet roll? Do you always have one of them as well? No. My mum has three at any given time and one in her boot, always. Do you is know she, this? Is she the, is she the lockdown she uh, toilet paper hoarder? I'm telling you now, I actually said to her one day, I was like, I'm just going to head out, I need to go to the shop, I need to get toilet roll, kitchen roll, and I need to get bin bags, and I just like general stuff. Uh-huh. And she went, I've got all of them. I went, no, I need like actual packs of them. I don't want to go out again. Like, is she not, is she not, I get um, plenty of tins of soup and all. Uh-huh. And I said... Honestly, and I went, I feel bad, Mum. I opened this cupboard and I went, Mum, I don't want to take a full 24 pack of toilet rolls. She went, it's fine, I've got another one behind it. And she did. And my dad went, and one in the book. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's got 60, what's that, 60, 72 toilet rolls. Just 72 in case. toilet rolls. Yeah, just in case. And all the toilets, four of them, by the way, are all full. There's the two of them that live in that house. Well, at least they're never going... Would it, uh, take short. it the toilet paper shortage didn't affect her it did not affect them but she's not even doing it in a hoarding kind of way it's just a habit yeah. yeah go to home bargains get the toilet roll just because but there's nothing worse than being down to your last roll of toilet roll and going oh my god if i get the shits right now i'm screwed <laughs> <laughs> because there's gonna be nothing here yeah well actually the other day all we've seen to me mommy needs to top this up there's zero left oh. there is zero zero oh. right what about this one keeping in the sixth one my husband came home in the afternoon for a bit of fun. <laughs> I saw this. The, the, the dog swallowed the condom. Why was the dog there? Like, what? We need more context. <laughs> right. Why was the dog involved? As a dog owner, you will find your dog anywhere around the house. Your dog, by the way, is the creepiest dog ever. Yes, she is. Ever. I swear to God, their dog, Mika, is so quiet. She just <laughs> appears and she's so, see, especially because she's like, she's like, what kind of colour is she? Like kind of charcoal isn't she? So she just blends into like any of the, the kind of shadowy 
corridors, right? And I'd be like brushing my teeth at night and then just like see eyes down in the corner and be like, fuck, there she is in the hallway. And me and Fraser, whenever we looked after her, I would actually jump out her skin. Does she creep up on you when you're in the act? She's, do you know what, bless her? She goes to bed by herself now. She goes to bed and it's at my side of the bed at, at the foot. And does she stay sleeping? Wait, in your actual bed? No, oh God, no. Stop that. That's just judgmental and unnecessary. I can't cope with dogs in the bed. Well, never look after Maggie. They're wee bulbs. (laughs) (laughs) But um, what an expensive, like, quickie. Going to the vet to have to get that removed. Who said they went to the vet? I I just want to know how the She didn't say anything about the vet. Well, surely you would have to You're paraphrasing Lauren today. I'm not being funny. They went to the vet. The dog died. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, you're you're making up your meal of this. All she no, said no context it was bad it. enough. The dog swallowed the condom without you adding that they went to the vet. But that's urgent. They have to go to the emergency room. Well, no, but just it would shit. Maggie has eaten some weird crap in her life. She they'll shit it back out again, one thousand percent. Can I also say something? Can you um, imagine pulling that, is that out? Of his bum? People, well, that's it. People if, do that if, for drug smuggling, don't is, they? Is Maggie ever eating like long grass Aye, and it hangs out her bum? You oh, need no. to pull it out. It's with like a wee firework. <laughs> This is why I couldn't have a dog. Couldn't deal. Do you know what baffles me? But and I don't know if it's just, um, I don't know. I just find it weird that couples use condoms. Yeah, this is actually a very good point. I just think that they pure kill the mood. It's like, hold on a minute. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you fancy tonight? (laughs) Seventeen-year-old. I thought you said it's very (laughs) seventies. Whole guys is very seventies. <laughs> no, but see, <laughs> who buys them? <laughs> who buys them to get them on the I actually used to die more behind the counter when I used to have to serve them than, no, the, than the guy than the guy saying uh, twelve Durex, please. Sure, well, good luck. 12 for one Maybe night. Is that how you buy them in like packs of 12? You buy them in boxes. Fraser said when he was like younger and all that and going out and stuff, he would never have went and bought a box of them. It was always just the one pound ones out the machine. That's what guys oh, did. So why am I talking about my husband's sex life? But like, you know what I mean? Like they, that's what they all did. I was like, what do you mean? You don't just go and buy a box? No, don't buy a box. You just go and get the pound out the machine ones. They're still Durex, but like... <laughs> They're very odd, aren't they? Condoms. Yeah, I hate, I hate the word, to be honest. Condom. Like Condom. They're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me right now, the funniest part is looking at your face. <laughs> knowing, knowing that you're also thinking about them. <laughs> Do you know what the funniest thing is? See, obviously, in uh, high school, when like sex was like on everybody's mind, and it was on my mind, but I was, again, shit scared of the booby. <laughs> <laughs> I had this pink flip phone, right? And it had a screen on the front that you could set a screensaver to. And you could also have it on your front. And I used to have this dancing condom. More than a I wanted to give off the impression that, you know, I, listen, I know what goes on, but... <laughs> I'm not down for it yet because I'm terrified. <laughs> and when I do, I want to use the protection. <laughs> but basically it bobbed to the left and then it bobbed to the right and it had big googly eyes and it smiled. And I still remember actually showing it to my mum like, oh, look at oh, this. Oh my God. I know, she, at least she probably was like, at least she knows about them. 
Don't worry, Joanna. Shit scared of it. <laughs> do you, do you, oh, I'm going to tell a story and it's not going to sound funny, but my, my friend, when I'm not going to name her, right? But when I was younger, we did like pure loads of really embarrassing things when we were like six or seven or whatever. Oh. And I remember. Oh. What, age? six or seven? Yeah. All right, okay. Oh, no, it's not going to be like a weird I was story. Like, I thought we were like still on a sex story. Well, we kind of are. No, it's not a sex story. It's a condom story. But I remember her, we were, we went out to like the shop and that's where like all the older ones would buy their drink before they went in their walk to the woods to get steaming right. And I remember us going up one day and finding a, what, oh, what no. she, she thought it was. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I'm dying already. The possibilities at the end of this segment. Oh, I've got this thing. I can't. I need to. Sh- I need to shift it. Hang on. This is like how you've been framed. What happened next? <laughs> I've got like three different scenarios in my head, and they're all bad. It's so bizarre. Oh, right, hang on. It's the fact that you're six or seven, and you're also going into the woods. No, it's, it gets worse. So. Ailey, shut your eyes and tell us. So she insisted that we had to alert someone. <laughs> oh, fuck. She, she went to my mum and told my mum that we had found... <laughs> oh, God. She told my mum that we had found someone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <clears throat> she insisted that we told my mum because she thought that we had found someone's lungs. <laughs> Imagine my mum being like, sorry, what? <laughs> Did she make your mum come and look? I don't know. I just remember <laughs> that she was so insistent that we need to tell someone we found lungs. <laughs> a lung was not in my, um, this is what I thought it was going to go like. A lung. A lung. Yeah, it was a lung. And the, the ribbing round the end didn't go away. We probably didn't even know what that was at that age. We just assumed it was an organ. <laughs> and that person wants to be in the donor list. <laughs> and they're just lying up the, on the woods. Oh, cringe. Oh, God. I am actually struggling for a breath. Uh-huh. Well, we just, oh, we wrap it up on that. Way, that. I don't is... think I can say much more. Oh. <laughs> can I just say something? Oh. The fact you started that story with, I don't know if this is going to sound that funny when I say it out loud. <laughs> To the point where we can't breathe. I hope you've got more stories like that. Oh, there's so many. It's all involving that one girl because there were so many things we used to do. Anyway, (laughs) that was amazing. (laughs) Oh, that was actually that is pure brightened my day. To anyone who was having a shit day, you're welcome because that's all. I just made you cry laughing like us. (laughs) Also, see this version that you're listening to. It's definitely got like at least half of our. Fits of laughter edited out. Oh Sorry. my god, that was so funny. Anyway, <laughs> I hope you like listening today. And please remember to send in more of your confessions. The saucier, the better. Yeah, get involved. They're such a good laugh. Such a laugh. Also, your rants are the best ever. So make sure you send them in. Mm-hmm. Voice notes are welcome. We actually are, we're, we're trying to actually get a, a WhatsApp number. Uh-huh. So you can send us a text or a voice note. This is where it all began, girls. Yeah, so once I can yeah. actually get back on my phone and get my connection. No, we need your free it. sim, that's what we need. Yeah, they're sending me a free sim. So we should be sorting my number soon. And then we can get some voice notes and mm-hmm. do a Rage Against the Machine. 
I can't wait. TMG style, TGM style. Oh, TGM. yeah. Anyway, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this episode then we would love if you would click the five stars and if you're extra nice leave us a review and let us know what you think make sure you're following us so you get notified when we release a new episode and remember to tell your friends to come and join us too get involved in our weekly episodes we love to hear your dilemmas embarrassing confessions and rants send us a message on instagram at the good motherhood podcast to feature and we will chat to you next time <laughs>